Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Otter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. G-B-R. On a night when I'm wearing my blue undershirt because Kenny Bell, it's a tribute to him. Uh, hey, right? Look at you. It's look all at planned you. out. Why do you do that, that. stuff? Why do I, I do that? that. Because tonight we have a fellow wide receiver with us, <laughs> Brandon Kenny. Yes, sir. Affectionately known as BK. Yes, sir. Thank yes, you so yes, much. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the No Block yeah, North man. podcast. Thank you guys man. for having me. I'm glad we um, finally figured it out. I know Mike was trying to get some stuff set up. So yeah. I was happy that we, I was able to do it, man. Seriously. Yeah. I told my wife, I'm like, I'm out. Five, <laughs> 536, I'm leaving. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a year in the making, right? And, yeah. uh So before we even get started, yeah. the okay. name of this podcast is called No Block, No Rock. It's based off of, of a receiver. If they can't block, they don't deserve the rock. What can't you, get the rock. What man. do you think about that? I think it's like I think it's true, man. As upsetting as it, I I, I think my older days because it was funny. Me, Mike McNeil, now it's Paul. We used to call ourselves going on strike uh, with Coach Gilmore when he was at uh, Nebraska. We would say, "Man, we ain't blocking until we get the ball some more." Like we, <laughs> we glorified linemen on the Wait, back end. So man. you flipped it, man. He was not hearing it. He's like, "All right, if you want to play, you better block." I'm like, "Ah, oh, man." So we really took. We took pride in that, and that was the most I ever did. Coming from junior college, I was kind of like a, I'm the man. I don't have to block as much, but mm-hmm. those guys are like, no, nah, if you're going to come out here and be a big body, you're going to block. So we took pride in it, man. We took pride in getting pancakes, knocking dudes down, intimidating them, man. Yeah, so. well, be, because before you got here, I was telling the guys, I was like, have you? did you guys watch, like, his highlights before today? Because I said, like, I watched, like, 40 minutes worth of, like, his 2011 <laughs> season, and all of it was him just pancaking dudes. It's a lot, man, yeah. a lot. Taking pride in it, man. And I think that that made us appreciate the game a little bit more, too, because it gives you a different perspective of, like, how much um, all of the tools have to be used. And a lot of those big plays that we had, that Rory had, Rex had, was, like, backhand blocking, man. Like, you have to have that. So it's like, now me being a coach, coaching at Concordia, like I'm big on them receivers. Like, dude, you got to block. You got to yeah. get in the way. At least get in the way. Do something. Yeah, right. <laughs> Put your well, pinky and, on them. And it was, it, it's crazy too because like watching you and like your highlight film was like you're coming all the way across the field yeah. and like meeting dudes yeah. in the middle. Crossfield like, blocking. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It was sometimes so funny because um, it would be, you know, I learned, I kind of started doing this in junior college, but when we had to do the crossfield blocking, I'm like, nah. I'm not doing that. But every play, first play, if it was a run play, I'm like, I'm going to jack this dude up in front of me really, really bad mm. so he can understand it's about to be a long night. And I'll tell him that, chirp at him a little bit. Okay. Just to mess with his head a little bit. Were you a shit talker? Yeah, man, all day long. <laughs> I got all types of pictures. I'm like, what? if you see me take my, do this, take my mouthpiece out, you knew, like, okay, BK, <laughs> shut up. What? Okay, so to the huddle, man. What, what's the worst thing you ever said to somebody on the football field? Man, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Lord, forgive me. I think I said, I'm going to try to kill you before this game over. <laughs> <laughs> nothing about nobody's mamas nah, nothing like that i'm going to try to take your life man That's what oh, doing. Like, okay yeah, yeah, yeah what's worse yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it was that. i'm gonna try to kill you before this game is over so yeah. i'm gonna do some 
what did he what <laughs> like yeah dude that's what i'm on he said that yeah i'm trying to choke you i'm trying to do everything <laughs> big 230 pound dude running at you like what's happening right now <laughs> so yeah man yes 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 man. Did, did you guys have any right like competitions incentives between, or, or no okay, well, <laughs> there's no bounty gate right no, look okay. now we're about to start getting investigated what? from old school sean stuff. payton did not coach <laughs> so well no uh, was it Jordan told yeah, us. Westy, yeah. Westy said that uh, they had like a, a board and it was like a pancake board for receivers. Okay. And they like took pride in it. And I, I know that you guys had, you know, cross paths, I think a little bit or no? No, he was. Know. So he, was he after, came right, right after. after. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. when I was coming back to train, he was there. Yeah. So, but did you guys have any boards or anything like BK got a pancake here? Hey, yep. Niles, you going to beat that? Yeah. Like, it was pancake, same pancake board. And then we got graded too. So Gilmore graded us on blocking um, finishes and stuff like that. Um, but I knew it was different once I was getting recruited here because when he would call me um, when I was in junior college to ask about my games, you know, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I had this many catches. I had this. I did this. Uh -huh. He was like, well, how many pancakes you have? And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, pancakes? Hmm. I was like, what do you mean? So I knew it was going to be a little different, but it was. I'm, I was, I'm glad that I made that transition because Coach Gilmore was a great coach. Like, I really learned the ins and outs of really, like, learning how to be a receiver, play receiver, getting your hips low, in and out of breaks, running routes and things like that. So right. uh, so it was great. It was right. good, man. It so speaking good. of that, um, you came to Lincoln yeah. from Fort Scott yep. Community College in Kansas. Yep. So what was the biggest transition, the biggest hurdle that you had to jump to make that transition to D1? What, yeah. was, what was the hardest thing about it's that? It's so funny because I tell guys all the time when I, um, uh, I, when I took a – when I finally got here – uh, once you get out of the the weight room, it's like a place called the Land Inn, where it's like a couple TVs, and then you got like your snack chop. And then um, I was going to get they have like Gatorade dispensers and water and stuff. So you went go down the line. It's like red Gatorade, blue Gatorade. Then it's like water. Then it said cold water, and I'm like, oh, I made it, dog. Cold water? I got I got the option between water and cold water. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm the man now. Uh, but no, the biggest transition, man, was just understanding like we were we were spoiled, man. We were super spoiled in the junior college, right? You gotta you doing everything yourself. You figuring it out. You taking your pads and your bag, and you're getting on the bus. Well, I remember one time vividly when we went to. Virginia Tech. It was my first time ever flying, ever mm. flying in my life. In a, we went to Virginia in a plane. Tech in a plane, dude. <laughs> they had a story on it that week and everything. It was on YouTube and everything. But um, I, I packed my bag up and put my helmet in, and I like throw my bag on my shoulder and I'm start walking to the bus and they looking at me like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "We getting ready to go." They was like, "Put the bag down." They put that on the semi, dog, to drive out there. I'm like, "I didn't know, man. I'm sorry, dog." <laughs> I didn't know that at all. I apologize. So just understanding that, man, and just trying to keep that same attitude, though, of like coming from nothing, because that's what junior college was. It was just figuring it out. You know, you buying your own cleats and stuff like that. Now you get to go up to a window and say, hey, Jay Terry, can I get some gloves? Can I get some cleats? Mm, they right. handed you brand new cleats. So, yeah. uh, so it, was all, it was great, man. It was great. And I would say that was probably the biggest transition, playbooks and things like that, learning that. Um, perspective of the game and really breaking that down, watching film, you know, opposed mm -hmm. to junior college, I would just watch myself play and look good, right? Now you got to really break the film down and understand what you're doing, so. When you landed up in, in community college, yeah. did you have any D1 offers coming out of high school? Yeah. Uh, what was your... What was your route to junior college before you got to Nebraska? Absolutely, man. So I signed with Kansas State um, coming out of high school. I verbally committed to them. So Josh Freeman was my quarterback in high school. Okay. So we played two years together. So I scored like 21 touchdowns, broke our school record. 
And they kept on saying, well, we see Joshua. Who's this big old 84 he keeps throwing it to? Um, so it's funny because Raheem Morris was the defensive coordinator then. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, he was the defensive coordinator. Yep. Wow. The same guy for the Rams. So it was funny because he came in and um, I didn't know he was coming to our school that day. And they come in to find me and looking for me. And I'm not in the, not the class I'm supposed to be in. So I'm like, where is he at? So they go to the gym. And I'm like in the gym, throwing it off the backboard, dunking and doing all that. And so I look at Raheem and my coach there. And he's like, man, come here. And my grades were terrible. They were absolutely awful. And he was like, dude, you got a one point this. And what are you doing? You're not even in class. I'm just looking at him like. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Like, I'm the man. Figured you it know out. Right? You see what I said to that? Right? So he's like, yeah, man, we got to figure something out. You either got to have a big score on your ACT or we got to place you somewhere. So after I took the ACT about five times, I didn't get the score either time that I needed. So it was just like, you know what? We're going to place you at Fort Scott Community College. But then when I got there, I opened my recruitment up because it was like, okay, I don't have to go to Kansas State. There's other more options. So okay. that's what I ended up doing, man. But I redshirted there my first year and it just took me by storm because that was the first time I was ever told like hey man you you can't you ain't good enough right now I'm like what right. when he told me that I'm <laughs> like man right I'm like yeah are you serious I'm running out I get to the back of the school and I'm like bawling and I call my mom I'm like I'm leaving yeah. I want to go home right now she's like you can't go home Brandon. like <laughs> you got to figure it out you got to do something <laughs> so I went and played basketball so I tried out for the basketball team I was just in there one day playing open gym with the guys and they were like, dude, who is this? Now, mind you, junior college had out-of-state rule. Now, they don't have it anymore, right. but they had a 12-man out-of-state oh, rule so that you had in football. And then basketball was like, you only can have like five yeah, out of the 12. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, I came into the gym playing, and they thought they had they five guys that was already out-of-state. And they was like, oh, no, hold on, man. This dude is throwing it off the wall, windmilling <laughs> it. Like, who is this guy? But it was funny because my coach came in. Uh, my junior college coach, Coach Jeffrey Sims, and he said, what the hell are you doing? I'm not paying you to, to play basketball. So he ripped me off the court, and then the basketball coach came running down. Coach Sims, Coach Sims, Coach Sims. So he begged, <laughs> begged him to let me play, and he let me play. He said, if your grades slip one time, you're out of here. Wow. So I'm like, yeah, man. So I ended up got, I got to play both years. So I redshirted my first year, played basketball, came back my second year, played football. I wasn't going to play basketball. But I watched like two games and I'm like, you know what? I'll come out, man. I'll stay in shape, whatever. So I came out the second year. Then I was able to come to Nebraska with three years opposed to did two. You, so. Did you have anybody offer you for basketball? I had a couple looks like NIU, Maryland was okay. looking, but I knew that, you know, I, I wanted to play football in Nebraska. I talked to Doc a couple times too. Okay. But I'm like, yeah. okay. I was just an athlete playing basketball. Football was like, you know, this is the mission, man. I knew it was, it, this was it. That's so, your love? Yeah, yeah. Okay. man. So That's good. I dove into that, man, and just figured it out from there, man. So Okay. Yeah. So Nebraska, you know, how much did how much did you know about Nebraska before that's you know committing? What's that? That's such a good question. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that's a real great question. I tell people all the time. I I knew I knew Eric Crouch. Um, was it the Missouri game the throwback or was it the Oklahoma game? Oklahoma. Game. Oklahoma. Yeah. I remember watching that when I was a little boy. But I knew Black Florida when Flash Rivers passed. Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Shut up. That's so tight. You know. Well, that. you have to know that. <laughs> you Brandon. Know that. Brandon. You, you, you live have here to now. Know that. Wait till I got something else for y'all. It's gonna be really good. Okay. I got another story. You gonna be like, really? You didn't know that? But yeah, that's all I knew. So I, I just knew that. So when I heard Nebraska, because you know I grew up in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So that was Big Ten. So yeah, I watched yeah. Purdue, Indiana, all those teams playing. I never 
like planning the big house for me was like so surreal because I watched it growing up. So mm. to be able to be there in Nebraska and things like that. So I didn't know a lot at all, man. So when I took when I took my first visit, right, I think it was we took a non-official visit. Me, um, who's all came? I think Jason Pierre Paul. No, Jason Pierre Paul came on our official. We came okay. together. We went to junior college together, him and Jaquan Williams. I came up, I think, with a group of guys, and they watched um, – we had um, practice tape for them. And before we left, they thought I was a tight end. They was like, his shoulders are so big. Like, he plays <laughs> H-back tight end. I know like, he's a receiver. So before I left, they, they offered me there, and I was ready to commit right then and there. And my coach was like, no, wait it out. And that was a summer. So I took my visit that fall, me, Jaquan Williams, Jason Pierre-Paul, and we came to the San Jose State game. Okay. Yeah. So when I seen that, I'm like, dude, this is crazy. 90,000 like, people. For a, for a football San Jose game? State, you know. Like, seriously? Right. And my mom had came to the – did we go to we, – we went to the spring game the following year. Oh, no. For and then that was like right. – she was like, this many people for practice? And yeah. I was like, I We're know, a little wow. nuts. This is crazy. So it was so surreal for me. It was, it was great. Um, my favorite color was red. Right. It wasn't too far from home. I know I didn't want to go to Kansas. I didn't want to go to Missouri. It was too close to home. We don't um, blame you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Thank God. And then, too, being there, this is when – um, what's the big guy name? Is it Man Mangino? Oh, Mangino? Mangino? Yeah. So we took a visit there, me, Jaquan, Jason, same guys. And um, he had, like, a chauffeur driving him around his little golf cart thing. Right. So he came in. and I he can't walk. <laughs> I'm sure the golf cart was leaning on one He was side. a small dude, too, that was driving it. And he came up to us. And he was like, hey, my name is Mark Man. I think it's a, it's a Mark. Mark. Yeah, yeah, Mark Mangino. He shook his hand. So he, he drove around the practice. And he saw us again. He said, hey, my name is Mark Mangino. Oh. I said, yeah, we're not coming here. We're not going to come here. He seriously did that twice? Yeah, twice, man. I was like. Yeah, I'm good. Did you look at him and say, do you know who I am? Yeah, I was like, you got three, like, guys, guys here. Like, Jason Pierre Jason Paul, Pierre Paul. Bro, are you serious? Like, <laughs> do you know okay. who that guy is? All right, cool. Uh, so, I know this isn't the spot. So, Nebraska, it was perfect, man. They were they were so genuine. They were um, – um, I loved the way that we communicated and talked. It wasn't always about football. Who recruited um, you? Right. It was Gilmore. Okay. Gilmore, Bo. And Bo and Carl Pellini coached with my uh, – well, no, Carl coached with Jeff Sims back in – I believe Mankato and Minnesota. Okay. Um, they they coached out there, so that was the connect. But it, they just made me feel comfortable. Like they flew in one time. Bo and Carl flew in, and we had we had dinner at my um, coach's house, and they were making spaghetti. Hmm. Now, mind you, like I'm single parent mom growing up. We from the hood. We just eat wherever we eat. <laughs> yeah. we eat on the floor, wherever that you can figure out. So we eating at a table. We getting ready to eat, and I'm like, dude, I don't know the the proper things to do. I just know you shouldn't have your elbows maybe in on your table. And then I'm like, I'm Nap taking that, right? But no, I'm putting the napkins in my shirt. I'm like, I'm putting them in here. And I'm just like, all right, cool. And the spaghetti get out here and crawl and bow like. I'm like, oh, these dudes are down. Okay, I'm, I'm cool with this. So that's crazy that, Italian yeah, guy. Right? Man. That made me comfortable, man. So like, I just enjoyed that process and other things I looked at and they're just I seen flaws and everything like Arkansas. It was um who was was it Paterno during that time? Uh, Petrino? Petrino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It was him. And and every time he would call, it was just football, 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 football. And I'm like, hmm. man, I want a little like, can you ask me something else? Like yeah. type of thing. So right. it was different things that kind of, you know led me but after i made the decision i'm like this is great like Good. this is super cool man. right they didn't just so. treat you like you were uh expendable nah like a like a robot no nah, football I felt, robot no nah, i felt good and they kept on saying 
you're going to be like Maurice Purify. I was like, who is this dude? You who y'all like Maurice Purify? I was like, who are y'all talking you don't know about? Maurice I, Purify? I didn't know it coming in. Is that I'm the like, other story that you we, no, we don't no, know No, no, it's even uh, better. There's yeah, another one? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's kinda, I mean, it's not bad, but it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, really? Okay. But yeah, I didn't know who he was. I was like, dude, who is this dude? And they kept on comparing me, and I finally watched highlights. I'm like, dude, he's a dude. He was good. Jeez, he's a dude. He was dude. another big First body guy. Kind. Yeah. Because yeah. Nebraska being an option school. Yeah. Like, Maurice Purify was the first of his kind at Nebraska. Yeah. A big body receiver, go up and get go it kind of guy. get it. And yeah. that's what, like, when I watched you play, that's what I, yeah. I was like, oh, we got another. Like, yeah. We are set. <laughs> like, just throw it up to BK. Let him go get it. So, that's yeah, awesome, no, that's a, I'm glad you brought up that name. Yeah. Gosh. He's a good dude, too, man. And he did yeah. his thing and um, for the Rattlers. He still lives out in Arizona, too. But, like, they love him out there, man. Good. He played so many, so long. I think his last game, he had, like, six touchdowns in a championship good. game Damn. years ago. So, yeah, he's a beast, bro. Yeah. He's super beastie. So, okay. yeah, man. Well, let, let's stick to the personal side yeah, of it. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. we don't want to just talk about football, football. Oh, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. We're going to, you know, Polini recruit you. Right? Yeah, yeah. We got spaghetti out here. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I would, my, my, my mom's 100% Italian, so uh, I could have oh, brought some. That been good for her. I, yeah, I could have brought you some good stuff. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to ask you, because I, I don't think we've had a player on that's yeah. had this experience. Yeah. Um, you were raising your son Julian while you yeah. were at Nebraska. Yeah. Just tell the listeners and us what that was like raising a son yeah. while you were playing football for a D one program. Absolutely, man. It was because I had I had Julian in oh eight oh eight, I believe, in junior college. So it was a year there. Um and then once I left, it it, it was tough just going back and forth, being back and forth from home. Obviously, every game, um, home game that we at, most of the way games that my mom and stepdad could make it to they would bring him. But, yeah, it was super tough, man, because it was just trying to – I mean, A, uh, you shouldn't have been having kids that young anyway, right? Ideally. But, yeah, but <laughs> – Ideally. Look, uh, you know, right? shit happens. Shit yeah, happens. No, Miracles happen. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. So and – I, and, I, and I'm so um, – you know, I'm so blessed for him and, and everything else. But it's, it's one of those things. It's like I was just a young kid raising a kid. So I needed the help, and it took a village, right? I had help, man. There was no way I was able to do that by myself. His mom, uh, my mom, his grandmother, you know. So it was just – it was so many different moving pieces that helped it. But the biggest thing my mom and my stepdad was like, look, man, if 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 you stay in school – because they were worried I was going to be like, oh, I got I to gotta leave school. I got to come home. I got to right. figure it out. And they were just like, look, stay in school. We'll figure it out. Big picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll help you out. We'll do whatever we need to do, right? And Julian became a star as dang self, man. So, like, every time yeah. um, I had, um, uh, what was it, um, fan day. Like, yep. he would be right there sitting with me. He'd yeah. be signing autographs. Some people was cool with it. Some people come by like, ah, no, I don't want him to sign. I'm like, fair enough. I get it. Like, I get it. I, I, it's all good. Asshole. Right? All <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, all good. I don't know. So, uh, but, yeah, it was cool, man. After game interviews, he would just be sitting in his chair. Yeah. And I'd pull a chair up, and they'd be interviewing me. That's He'd just awesome. be sitting there with his football. Man, so many pictures, so many memories, and he he remembers it all too, man. That's it's crazy. He remembers it all. So it was a good time, but man, it God had a plan the whole time, and I just had to figure it out through it. And like I said, it was it, I'd be lying if it wasn't tough nights of just being like, "Geez, man, like there's right. so much going him. on here." Yeah, did it help you grow up a lot? Like, yeah, yeah, you had to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you absolutely had to, man. Being a father that young and just trying to persevere through it all and figure it out on top of still being young and ignorant too. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. So, so 
so was that ever like a topic of discussion? Um, and I don't want to say like as a concern or yeah, anything like yeah. that for like Bo yeah. and the guys recruiting you, right? Like, was that anything like they ever brought up or like, no, no, they were not like, at all. Whatever. Yeah. That's- Gilmore and his wife came, they came to visit, came to the crib to visit me, man. And w- was holding him and oh, playing awesome. with them and everything. So I, I think it was so, it wasn't foreign because you had Chris Brooks, you had, um, yeah, I mean, you had so yeah. many different guys that had kids already. So right. it was just kind of like a, hey man, figuring it out. Yeah. We playing football. We, you know what I mean? We, yeah. we could do whatever we can to help. Um, but this is just the process now. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, because again, we, you shouldn't be having kids that young anyway, but um, they understood the process and we got after it, man. Yeah. yeah, we got after it for sure. Well, I mean, shout out to them. Yeah. Like family atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, it's, and they good. made it that. That's great. Yeah, they yeah. made it that, man. They made it that. So it was fun. Awesome. Let's let's transition back into your uh, into your playing days. Yeah, you transitioned from Zach Lee to Taylor Martinez, <laughs> yeah. and then you also similar to kind of recent day, uh, you transferred from uh, Sean Watson to Tim Beck. Yeah. So I mean, like, can you talk about? I mean, we are going from a guy right now. Adrian Martinez has been our quarterback for the last four yeah, years. Man. Fifteen. And- <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Four. Four. Four it felt years. Like that, didn't it, man? <laughs> I mean, it just—it's fitting that we've yeah. had two Lees, we've had two Martinez's, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, can you talk about the transition? It was uh, going from Zach Lee, more of a—I mean, I, Zach Lee was a baller. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but then, you know, but more of a—we'll say more of a pocket passer. Yeah. To mm-hmm. going with T Magic, who was just electric. Wheels. Yeah. All over uh, the place. Can you talk about that transition, and then maybe talk a little bit about the coaching transition you went through as well? Yeah. Uh, with your offensive coordinators shifting as well. Yeah, yeah. So it was. Zach, like I said, Zach is Zach was great, man. Zach was so good, and it was one of those things to where um, we didn't we didn't expect that year that Taylor started because we didn't know until like the first game was it Western Kentucky that we played that year. I think it was Western Kentucky's our first right. game, and nobody knew. But Coach Gilmore would just always tell us like, "Hey, man, that number three gonna shake up some stuff," and mm. we would just be like, "There's no way y'all gonna start him over Zach, though." Me and Niles would be like. Y'all not doing that. Like it is what it is. Like Taylor got to buy his time. You got to figure it out. And when that when he came on the board, we were like, oh man, they are doing it for real. <laughs> so obviously Zach being more of a pocket passer and Taylor being a guy that had to learn that process. It's so funny because when I got to after Nebraska, I got to Kansas City. The reporters would ask me like, well, who throws the greatest ball out of Ricky Stans? It was um, Matt Castle and. Um, Brady Quinn. Is there any like NFL players who didn't play with? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's just like I'm just like this is kind of cool, man. Like, actually, Bob, but then when they asked that question, well, who told the best? I'm like, man, look, Taylor Martinez. I love him to death. I'm like, but I came from Taylor Martinez, man. All of these dudes throw good balls, man. Because it, 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 it's NFL, right? So they yeah. putting the ball all they putting it all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. you need it to be. So um, that was a. That 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 transition of it though was exciting for us too because obviously Taylor could make those plays, get us out of some jams and things like that. And not all those balls were terrible, but we we knew Taylor's strength and we just played to that, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. it helped in that manner. Sean Watson was more of like a West Coast offense, mm-hmm. so we really had to like dive into that and understand that and and get that lingo of it to where Beck was like. Because that was the offense that we ran when um, Kansas was the – I think that was like number three or four that year when they played USF in the Orange Bowl, I think. Remember that game? Todd, you know, sh- Todd Reesing was their yeah, quarterback. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Sharp. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think he was like the passing game coordinator or something like that for that. 
that team. Yeah. So this this that offense was more like fast paced and no huddle, obviously, and doing that and just kind of flying out there. Well, more um, like I said, the West Coast is more like methodical and understand. Okay, we got to hit it here. You got to know this. A lot of tags on the backside and things like that for the X receiver. So um, you learned a lot, though. Mm -hmm. You got to get both perspectives of it and what it looked like and. Um, you really learn football, though. And that's what I was appreciative for, period, just to learn the game of football and looking at it in a different perspective, too. So For sure. I've always wondered, you know, you being a wide receiver and somebody that embodies no block, no rock. Yeah. When you have, like, a dual-threat quarterback like that, you call one play, and if his immediate instinct is, I just have to run, now you have to change everything. You turn around looking for the ball, and next thing you know, he's running up yeah. the field, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. Taylor. That yeah. dude flew. Lightning, yeah. dog. Yeah. Lightning. So I've always wondered, like, you know, what, like, how difficult is that? Like, how fast does that happen where it's like, you know, you, you break on a route or whatever, and you look back, and now all, of a sudden, now all of a sudden you're trying to block somebody that you wouldn't be in position for yeah. to block in the first yeah. place. Yeah. yeah, and some of those times, man, you can't. It's just like you, you, you either get in the way, you can't really do a lot. He's already right. passed you. Um, a lot of the stuff was a lot of timing stuff, too, to where we just knew, like, okay, this is what Taylor's comfortable at. Right. We're going to throw this in to kind of get him going so we can understand what we need to do now. But a lot of those times, if you can catch a block, awesome. Like, if not, it's like, man, just it's Just get Taylor. out of the way. Yeah, Don't it's get a Taylor, bro. Yeah. Like, what do you want us to do? He's already like, 20 yards down the field, <laughs> man. So, right. um, but, yeah, it, it, but it was, I mean, just as, as electrifying as it was to see it from the TV, it was even cooler being on the field like. I bet. Dude, like, especially when they did the sports science thing on them. I'm like, right. oh, yeah. this is tight. I'm like, this man made it, dog. Yeah. He made it. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you faster than Taylor? You know what? That's a good question, oh. man. I, Taylor's quick. Yeah. Taylor's quick. I don't, I don't, he does, it's not like 40 fast, but he's just super, super fast quick. Fast twitch, right? Yeah, it's quick twitch. Yeah, is that, like, is that what he has? That, that's like the that difference. next gear that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And when I came out, I ran 4-4 four, four, and 4-3. Four, 439 handheld 441 electronic. Well, you didn't see like that was burst. That wasn't like long jet, like long speed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was a right. few times I got hawked, man. Minnesota on the, the screenplay and everything, but it was just being strong and being that big burst of speed in that 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 moment. So we had all types of stuff. Niles was like, he he was a guy that was like hundred meter fast. So he it took a while to get up, but when he got going, it was like, okay, yeah, you ain't catching that dude yeah, type right. of thing. So um, so yeah, like man. The only tight end in the NFL I've ever seen return kicks. Like, like literally, that literally, guy running I, around. I, name like, another tight end in NFL history to be the kick what is returner. He doing man, like literally. <laughs> yeah, we both our my our my his my junior his senior we both broke the ten records like one four zero and like one four three. So like you were Damn. getting after it, man. Because Bo, when we when we got to start being like around that two thirty two thirty five, they were like, okay. Are we? What are we doing here? Is this is this too much? And they even sat us down, like, "Hey, man, can is this all right? Is this enough? Is this too much weight? Can y'all play with this?" But then when we were in the tens, they were like, "Okay, these guys oh, are they're good. Fine. They're fine. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. We're good. They can play with that weight." So, all right, just real quick, guys, we want to shout out our sponsor where we are recording right now. We are at the Nebraska Brewing Company Tap Room on 108th and Harrison in La Vista, Nebraska. LV. LV. Mm. Show some love for LV. I hey, always, Jared's always showing that love for Dude, LV. Come on, I throw up the LV all day. I know I'm not on camera, but I'm throwing it up. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you are, but you're not. But. <laughs> hey. um, Mike, you were, you had that NBNR beer, that no Bach, no rock. Absolutely. Drinking that no Bach, no rock, you know, that caramel, caramel flavored Bach style beer. Oh, yeah. Still so good. And there's still a few kegs left here at the Nebraska Brewing Company tap room. Come give it a try. Get it. 
All it does is help the boys. It helps our guests that we bring on. So, um, yeah, come give that a try. You know what they say. <gasps> World class in every glass. All right, so let's continue with this uh, sometimes volatile <laughs> topic of, you know, Taylor Martinez. Yeah, yeah. He is a guy that we were discussing off air. Yep. is a pretty underappreciated guy. I feel like we've had a lot of those kind of guys on the we pod, do. right? We do. Jamal, Jamal Lord. Lord. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. another dude that's just kind of, like he took his lumps, yeah. right? I heard his response too. It was a good response. Yeah. He said like he was appreciated yeah. by his teammates, and that's yeah. all that, that's really all mattered that mattered. Yeah, 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 that was awesome. That was awesome. And you know, I'm just as guilty as yeah. anyone. Okay, like in the moment, it's like Taylor would have his mom, his his uh, his issues. Yes. But then, oh, there he goes, yeah. 80 yards <laughs> for six in a blink of an eye. Yeah. And just real quick, I want to just point out yes. in 2012. He made first team all Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, now hold on. I got to get my phone out. Yeah, man. There's a lot of stuff here. That's right, man. He led the conference in passer rating over Braxton Miller, who was a, a guy that was, oh, NFL, but. Yeah. Led the, the conference in total yards, total yards per play, and the most touchdowns responsible for. <laughs> that's Looking back, it's like, I think I took it for granted. Yeah, I'm sorry, Taylor. Man. Taylor. <laughs> Texas, right? That's where we live. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, all the way from Omaha to Houston, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Make a clip and BK will deliver it personally. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My fault. My fault. My, My bad, man. Um, just get into the kind the kind of duty was, yeah. you know, on the field, off the yeah, field. Yeah. What was it like playing with him and for him as your quarterback? The pressures that he went through as yeah. a Nebraska quarterback. Just get into that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, man. And and as we were talking about off air, man, it's it's one of those things to where. When he first got in, I will say personally for sure, I'm like, I don't like this dude, man. Like, <laughs> we was already tight net in our, you know, our circle, our 09 circle. And now, mind you, I came in older than all these cats coming from junior college, but we stayed in the same dorm. You know, we would kick it with each other. And then Taylor came in late. So it was just one of those things like he came in in the 300 Chrysler. We were just like, who is this dude think mm-hmm. he is? He wouldn't talk to any of us. He was kind of doing his own thing. And we were like, really, dog? So uh, as we got to know him and understand like his background and where he came from and like it all made sense. And when you put it into perspective of like what what you go through as um, a player and, and and social media. And at that time, social media was just kind of blaring up and we yeah, were right. huge on Twitter. So like, I mean, it, I remember days, especially my senior year, my senior year, I didn't go out the way that I wanted to whatsoever mm-hmm. with so many drops and just dealing with different things. But it was a thing like every game, like you go back to your phone. And I wish now I would have just deleted the stuff, but you go back and you like read that stuff and you like letting it fill your mind. You replying back, upset and things like that. So when you put all that into perspective of like what he was actually dealing with, playing quarterback, mm-hmm. and that is like, dang, that was a lot. Cause you know, like I said, like you dealt with a lot as a receiver or whatever other position that you dealt with. But this is the quarterback, though. This is the big-time, big-game player, and these guys are on him because he's giving one-word answers in the, the media. And it's yeah. like, well, what does he say? You know what I mean? What, what is he supposed the, to say? Damned if he do, damned if he does. Yeah. And, I, and I've always seen that, right, with um, Nebraska football. And it comes with the territory, and yeah. I completely understand that. But I just think it's one of those things to where each year, like, the Kool-Aid is always being drank. Oh, know? yeah. And you got to – I mean – when I look at things and I and I look at defenses and we talk about what's to come, it's I just think you just gotta compare it to what you've seen. So when I when we talk about, oh, what do you think this year, BK? I was like, well, like, do you see a Levante David out there? 
Okay, I don't, I don't okay. Do you see a Randy Gregory out there? Like, no, yeah. So no. when we talk about things, yeah, we want to get excited about our guys, and as we should, but it's like, let's call a spade a spade. So yeah. now we won't put so much pressure on these boys, and then we're okay too as well. But it just doesn't happen like that. And I get it. Like, I completely get it because I'm mad some days too. But being a player, it's like, dude, I'm not about to go completely laugh and cuss these little dudes out or yeah. jump on Twitter or. It's love, regardless, because I've been through. I've been right. through the same thing these dudes. Are right, going because through, when so. they see you in the street, yeah. they're gonna say, "Oh, BK, can I get a picture? Fan? Can yeah. I get? A, yeah. yeah." But on a on a on a Twitter feed, yeah, they'll blow you up, man. Make you feel real low, dog. Real low. Oh, man. Yeah. It was yeah. it was tough time. So I knew, like I said, I, I you you knew Taylor dealt with a lot within himself, man. And I think for what for what he had, like he he dealt with it the best that he could. And like, dude, he's 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 such a good friend, bro. Like he's always a good dude, always checking up. Always checking in on each other. Like he's a really, really good dude. And as you as you grow in this thing, I was just telling Prince today, um, the guys that we got to know later, like the 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 Tyler Legates, the Jim Epkeys, the the Matt Mays, the Lance Darrells, the Kevin Thompsons, like I I got to know those dudes later in my last year because we graduated together. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Prince this morning, I wish I would have took more time to like be around all of those guys. Now, granted, we were all cool, but you have your groups that you hang out with. Yeah. But like, as I started to hang out with those guys even more, I'm like, y'all are so funny and and silly, and <laughs> it was so good, and they're and they're still good friends now. Like, we're all in the group text message and things like that. But it's like it's so many different things that you look at that you take for granted while you're there, and mm-hmm. then it goes by so fast, man. So, uh, like I said, man, once we graduate, it was one of those things where I would wake up like. Like six o'clock in the morning, thinking I'm getting ready to like go to practice, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I gotta go to work, dog. What am I doing right now? So, yeah, man. Okay. Well, you brought up the my favorite word, and this is kind of like what our podcast is all about. Yeah. If, if we had to describe our podcast, and this is how Hit we them. have it on Twitter or, or Instagram or Hit Twitter, them. Them. <laughs> it's like we are the podcast that Nebraska fans can go to that, that they can go to for the sobering chaser to their Kool-Aid because we, we give you their Kool-Aid shot, right? Yeah. yeah. All the media pushes all the Kool-Aid stuff. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And we're just take a step back. Yeah. Take a breather. Yeah. And so when you said that, I was like, and y'all dealing knows. with players, so that's cool. The players, I mean, y- y'all getting that perspective obviously from the players. So yeah. yes. these former guys that have been there, lived in it, right? Like you understand it, right? And 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 we won. I mean, we actually won a Big Twelve North championship. We won up some bowl games. Like Hell yeah, we dude. won. Like I'm I'm so thankful to be a part of that. But it's like some folks may look at it like, yeah, no, it, it was nine or ten. It wasn't, wasn't natty. And it's like right. I would have loved to win a natty dog. Like, are you serious? But this what it was, and I got to take what I had and say, like, hey, man, this was a good run y'all had, man. When, right. I, when I knew we were, like, for real is when ESPN came up with these some stats one time, and it was like our defense was ranked above Florida, and I'm like, oh, bro, we really tight, dog. <laughs> like, we really did. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it's a process, but I think I love that. I love that, man. Like, you got to. You gotta just cool it, man. And just when you relax. and when you know, you'll know. Like you'll yeah. know, you'll know when that team comes yes. around. If it does, but you gotta compare it to the Alabamas, the Clemsons. Like, yeah. are we as good as those teams? Let's just be honest. Yeah. Yes. And if we're not, we're not. And we just gotta keep figuring it out. And that's a yeah. okay. Yeah. That's all right. It's it okay. sucks to say that, right? Yes. But you gotta buy your time, yeah. man. Like it's you. As long as you're going out there and compete, man. Yeah. That's it. Just That's compete. It. But yeah, we got we gotta win more. Yeah. So let, let's stick to current day, current yeah. Husker stuff. All right. Uh, we got all these staff changes. We got a new quarterback. 
do you see any like glaring things, uh, potential struggles, areas that that we need to fix before the first game in Dublin, Ireland? Like what needs to be fixed so that we don't go from a three and nine team, which is sickening to yeah, say, yeah. you know, a three and nine team. How do we take that step and, and be a winning team again? Yeah, man, I, I, I want Scott to be the guy so bad. I oh, genuinely yeah. do, man. We all do. Yeah, yeah. Believe yeah. it or not, we all do. Yeah, I want him to be the guy so bad. And it's like, I, I feel like they have the pieces. I feel like they have the guys there. Like, I was a huge Adrian Martinez fan. I was hoping that he figured it out, man. And I just right. think mentally after so long, it kind of wore on him too. Uh, but I feel like they have all the pieces. And funny story too, and this isn't the story either, but um, <laughs> when Scott – because I didn't know who Scott Frost was. So – when I was in junior college, yeah, yeah, right. When I was in junior college, he came to re when he was in Oregon. He was a receivers coach, and he came to recruit me, um, and he was recruiting another guy from Butler. And when I found that out, I'm like, they was like, yeah, the Oregon guy is coming to recruit you. I'm like, dude, he, he recruiting some it's something gangs. I can't remember his first game name. I was like, he he recruiting that dude. I don't care about that. So he came in and he, we was talking. He said, yeah, um, I heard you got Nebraska, you know, recruiting. I'm like, yeah. He was like, yeah, I used to play there. I was like. Okay. And then, like, years later, right. I'm like, oh, he was the dude. You were that guy. You <laughs> he was like, the guy, man. National championship right? quarterback. So, like, but, man, I, I, I believe that they have all the pieces. I'm a huge Omar Manning fan. I'm Good. like, I'm really waiting to see him come out, like, really, really have a showing. And obviously being a junior college kid, right, right. transfer, yeah. big body guy, like, yeah. you want to root for guys like that. Parallels yeah. between you and him. Yeah, and even hearing, like, oh, like, playbook struggles and things like that. Yeah, same thing. Like, you go to this – you know, this dumbed down offense, and it's like West Coast, you got this, X tag this. And I'm like, what is this? So, like, I'm a huge fan of Omar for sure. I, I want to see him uh, really, really have a big year. Bets too, as well. Obviously, being a receiver yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like, I genuinely feel like they had the pieces, man. I really do. Yeah. I really, really do. And I hope, I hope we can figure it out. We've said once they said they were releasing like the whole offensive staff. Yeah. We were like, okay, what, what does Scott Frost need to succeed? Yeah. In a new league like the Big Ten where mm -hmm. you're coaching against fantastic yeah. coaches every single week. Yep. And it's like, okay, you need somebody. You need an offensive coordinator mm -hmm. that's not that's going to take over the offense, set you aside, that's call out the, the bullshit, yeah. Yeah. weed out the bullshit. Yeah. 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 Keep it simple. And who's seen every situation in a football yeah. game, and that's Mark Whipple. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, you know, we said the offensive line has struggled so bad, so they bring in a guy that, I mean, hasn't really been – he doesn't have that much experience, but, you know, good reports coming from there. Um, you know, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that the Kool-Aid? That's the Kool-Aid. That's yeah. the Kool-Aid. Yeah. The, the Kool-Aid is the all when good I, reports. Yeah. yeah, when I say good reports, that's yeah. what it means. Yeah, because yeah. Bo, I mean, but Bo did the same thing, right? Remember, he, he got rid it. of Watson, he got rid of Gilmore, and, and it was like, okay, you got to make some moves, got to make some splashes. Like, politically now, I get it now, looking out, yeah. you know, being graduated, understanding that now. Uh, but it's like, you hope it pans out. Cause I was, dude, I'm a Bo guy. Straight yeah. up and down. Like, Bo is my dude. Like, for, I mean, black and white coach, give it to you how you need. Like, I loved Bo. Still yeah. do to this day. Now I can get that some of the things that he probably didn't do A1, right? That was right. Cause you, if you're here in Nebraska, you gotta have the people, mm -hmm. right? You gotta have the people. So you gotta do the little things. Well, Bo was like, treated it like, well, it's us versus y'all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't do that, right? Yeah. But 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 in the time, but 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 I'm I'm trying to compare. Okay, well, I can understand how he feels that way because it's like Ohio State, 
2011, and it's like we getting booed at halftime. Yeah, people so, are yeah, leaving. That was big, that you was, feel me? We that come, was probably the start of the kind of Bo versus the fans. Come on, man. Kind of thing, we come right? back. Yeah, we yeah. win. Now we Gatorade team of the week. All this stuff, and he's like, yeah. The, the fans praise them. They're this, and he's like, "Well, y'all was y'all was booing us at halftime." These kids yeah, go to study hall. We do this, so I started to feel that, like, yeah, bro, this crazy. I still hear stories to this day. People was like, "Yeah, we left that game and was in the bars, pissed, like, what? We wasn't there for that." It's right. like, so I I understood it, but like being in that realm, I I get it. You got to play the game, but Bo is like, "No, nah, man, I'm gonna stay true to myself," and I respect him for that. Yeah. I, I genuinely do, man, and. He, it, it, it ended how it ended, but I feel like he did well while he was here, man. Like, it was a couple of games. I mean, we didn't win the big ones. We should have won them, but we got the, I got the experience. We got the experience as brothers in that. You know, I got to play in two Big 12 championships, bro. Like, right. That's, that's awesome. I wish I would have won one, but, like. I don't know a lot of people dope, who can say man. that, right? Uh, yeah, the Texas Stadium is new. Like, my neck is hurting because I'm looking up all the whole game. I'm like, this is awesome, man. So, I was appreciative of my time with Bo. Those guys, my brothers, that I still consider that. So, yeah. Do you, do you have any fun Bo Pelini story? Oh my goodness, dog! Find find a fun one that besides spaghetti. Dog. Besides spaghetti, I mean spaghetti. <laughs> that was a good story. Man, but of course, it was. Do you I'm, have any? Did Bo ever rip you? Oh my! Are you serious? Come on. <laughs> Do you have any good, oh, good like Bo, Bo got in your ass stories? Oh, when he said, "Dad, gum it, Brandon." <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So he said that. Yeah. How dare you? We were playing Texas A and M. Texas A&M, uh-huh. and um, I dropped the first two balls I got from Cody. It was like a X and Y basic, and I was coming across the middle. Caught like I was trying to get on the backside and dropped it. Dropped another one, and like I come off to the sideline, and he's like, mm, "Are you gonna? Are you gonna effing show up today?" Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Yeah, he said, "Are you gonna have to show up today?" And I'm thinking it's like rhetorical question, like you know, get your mind right, BK. He was like. I'm effing talking to you. And I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to get my stuff together. I am. I promise. I'm going to get it together. My right? stuff. I'm going to get it. <laughs> so, yeah, man, he stayed ripping me, man. I remember Iowa State, I dropped the first down pass on screen. Like, I walk off the sideline. He is just giving it to me, man. I'm like, bro, I know. I'm sorry, Bo. Why are you dropping balls? Right? This is your job, bro. This is your job. But, yeah, man, I thought it was a rhetorical question. I'm like, I don't got to answer this. He's just trying to pump me up. He's like, right. no, I want to answer. I need an answer from you. <laughs> I need a yes or a no. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, you go to the sideline, you just know it's coming. Yeah, so you, you, so you kind of, like, turn your shoulder a little bit man, so he's not look, up there. You got to wait. And, and Gilmore used to get in this too, man. Yeah. Like, And it was more a little reserved than what Bo was, but I respected that about Bo because it was black and white. It was no gray. It was yeah. no gray. You can't, if you get, and if you give me gray, I'm taking the gray all day in that time in my life, right? I'm taking that all day, but right. I needed black and white, <laughs> yeah. dog. I needed black and white. Yeah. So. You go walking off the sidelines and you're doing everything but give eye contact. Yeah, right, right. Knowing that, Bo Carl, I felt sorry for the defensive guys because Carl was Carl chain, got in. Man. He got oh. busy. Busy, busy. Yeah, busy. Practice and <laughs> games, dog. When he left, Bo calmed down so much. We was all in the locker room. was like, thank God Carl left, man, because Bo is, like, chilling now, man. Yes, man. Those guys are firecrackers. But we, the guys that was in that locker room needed that, though. We needed that. Well, we look, absolutely needed that, though. Yeah, we we had uh, PJ Smith on yeah. um, almost a year ago. Yeah. And he said the same thing. Yeah. Like, Bo came from a place of love. Like, you knew he cared all about you. Even though he ripped you, yeah, it, it came from a, a caring place. Yeah. So, and that's my coaching style now, man. I was like, like I, I've I've earned the right to coach you because I show up, man. Right, because I give you the same like every time that I'm here, I give you that. So like 
no, I've earned that right now. Now mm. I'm going to coach you. You know what I mean? And, yeah, like, yeah. it's changing that culture at Concordia, too. Even the youth boys that I coach, it's like, no, y'all got to be held accountable. Like, and, and I understand it's a thin line of tearing a kid down and things like that. And we walk it well. But, like, you got to understand what's right from wrong, man. And you got to get loved on in that. Because when you're doing right, yes, yeah, a lot of love. But when you're doing right, I, I tell the boys all the time, like, what do you want me to do? When you do bad, do you, do you what do you want to tell you? You want to high five? Everybody? Yeah. Come like. On. So if you Seriously. if you want to be coach, I'm gonna coach you, but I'm, yeah. I'm I'm expecting it out of you because now you know, and we knew that we had to perform. My junior college coach was like that. Bo was like that. Like you want to perform because hey, you want to win. You're a competitor, but you don't want to disappoint your coaches either. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you knew you was gonna get cussed out, right? Mm-hmm. You did what you needed to do. <laughs> so like you got to get it together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but we're not doing no cussing out now. Yeah, I ain't doing that to my boys or. At Concordia, obviously, not. but college is a little different now. Like you grow man in there figuring it out now. So, right. yeah, man. So in one of your previous answers, you know, you're talking about kind of the, the fleeting, you know, experiences of playing college football. Yeah. It's, it's very blinking. You miss yeah. it. So what was your, your favorite part about playing at Nebraska? It could be like a particular game. It could be just something that you went through like weekly that yeah. you just miss. Like, what do you miss about playing for Nebraska? The locker what was your room. favorite play? Okay. Locker room. It would, it would be so funny because we would be complaining and moaning out in the practice field. Like, I'm so tired of this. I'm tired. Then you get in the locker room, music get to go in and everybody like, I'm there for an extra two hours, <laughs> whipping towels, getting the coats up. And you like, Bro, we was just tired. Like, on the, but it's like I'm with my boys. We kicking it. Like, we vibing out, man. So I, I always tell people all the time. They think it's fu- the funniest thing. I'm like the locker room, man. Like, we really we hung out. We acted stupid, man. We told jokes. We told stories. It was it's just a good time, and you miss that camaraderie. You yeah. know, you really yeah. really miss. It. And I was searching for something so bad after college for something like that because you you want it, you miss it. Like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, the locker room for me, man. Outside of scoring touchdowns, right? Like, that's yeah, super cool. Right. But, I mean, the locker room is the dopest part with your brothers, man. So, Do you remember your first touchdown at Nebraska? Yeah, it was it was Oklahoma State. Okay. Yeah, and I had three of them that game. Yes, yeah, did. tied. I think it's, it's still a tied record, I think, with Mo. Because he had three against Kansas. The I, year think right. yeah. I think that's right. I think that's right. Against Tlaib, too. Ooh, yeah. Tlaib, yeah. Like, you know he was a beast. But, oh, yeah. Probably- yeah, I, 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 that was my first one. And then – but. The, the funny part is that I could have had won the Big 12 championship, the Texas game, but I was out of bounds by like, yeah, right. And I, I get, remember you were like falling, yeah, falling man. back, and you you almost got a foot. You're like that, this far off. Oh my god! And oh. I caught it. I was just like, and then Bo still ripped me on this. Like, get your damn foot down! I'm like. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What size, what size should you wear? 13, man. <laughs> if you want to wear 12. Golly. You know, I wore 13, too. Get know? your foot down, man. That would have changed the game. But I had a huge coming out that game. Like, I really had made some big plays at the end, kind of get us in position. So, that next year, they didn't know who was going to play the X. They were going to try to move Niles over and figure some stuff out. But they were like, no, BK, got BK, he got here. it. Like, he can, he can do it. So, um, that was huge for me. That was huge for confidence and everything coming into the next year to kind of propel me. Um, into that year, so yeah. yeah, man. Okay, so now that we have the your favorite, like your first touchdown, right? Yeah, yeah. Let, yeah. Let's talk about your favorite block. Do you have like oh, a favorite pancake? Wow, man! When Do you I kill the guy. Okay, so I'll give you, I'll give you a reminder. All okay. right. So Minnesota. Minnesota. It was like you went out for like a like a button route. Uh-huh. Right? Like you went out ten yards, you turned around, and then it looked like Taylor was getting ready to start taking off, uh-huh. and you like darted. I'm talking you ran all the way across the field and this poor kid like turned around 
and there you were running full speed. And I'm talking, this kid got like the cleat. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, I mean, targeting. Missing, right now, right? Yeah, you would have been ejected from a couple games. Legit, man. <laughs> I mean, but Michigan State was one. I mean, we had a lot of, because Coach Gilmore taught the push crack, right? Like to push at the cornerback, see safety coming down, right? Yeah. Come off and, and, and do that. So we really took like, like, we really took heat of that. We really wanted to like knock dudes out, man. So, uh, it was a lot of them, but I, I mean, I remember I mean, some easy ones that weren't pancakes, but that free Roy up for big runs. Um, the Washington run, he had a huge run. The Idaho game, he had a huge run on the push crack. Like those are like awesome plays. Yeah. It's like you know, you know, receivers deep as we want to always be in the camera. Yeah. So to know that you're still getting <laughs> you love for him. a good, but yeah, it's like yeah, we did that. We yeah, did I did that. that. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. We, yeah, you, you see those you cards you got, right? Yeah, it's because of me. Thank <laughs> you, sir. Appreciate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So yeah, man. We're gonna shift to what you're doing after. You, let's let's shift into um, Alliance a little bit. Yeah. Faith Jump. Um, so while you're at, at Nebraska, uh, did you have any inkling that you would be doing what you're doing now? And maybe let's talk about the journey. Yeah. That that we talked about off air. Yeah. Talk about the journey of how you got to where you're at right yeah. now. Yeah. No, man. I the the plan coming out of college was make a lot of money. Like go to NFL, take care of your family, figure it out um very general yeah right yeah because that's all you really know you do grow up from the hood single mother like that's how you know like i'm gonna take care of my people um so figuring that aspect out and trying to tread water and that was already big within itself but like getting out of it was you know like i said you never thought anything else so i didn't i didn't think about anything else. i just got my degree i was happy about that and then that was just it so uh when i really had to figure it out it was like no i never thought i mean everybody would tell me all the time like bk you'd be a great coach. I'm like, bro, I'm not ever coaching. Like, there's no money in that. I'm not trying to be no GA. I'm not about to work all these hours. Like, I don't want to do it. Um, so after I got out of school and football didn't really pan out, I was just trying to figure things out. And I tell my, I tell my uh, um, people all the time, like my grandmother was the first entrepreneur in our family. I didn't even know because she used to clean chitlins for the whole hood. Each bucket was $10. Oh, and she what? would literally be up all night cleaning chitlins. Y'all know what chitlins are? Pig intestines? Yeah. Yeah, chitlins. No. We have them in what? over Christmas. I still, I, I posted on, I mean, on Facebook usually every, I only have them now. <laughs> I usually have them one time a year and it's usually Thanksgiving. So I clean them myself and things like that. But my grandma would clean chitlins for the whole hood, $10 a bucket. And Damn. she would be up all night cleaning them and the whole house is stank and everything. But. <laughs> Everybody ate good. So she was the first like entrepreneur, but we didn't, you know, I didn't understand that until I really started getting into the game. So hmm. um, after, like I said, after I figured that out and, and college didn't go, I kind of bounced around to odd end jobs and um, trying to just figure out my knack. And I learned like, okay, I love being around people. I love talking to people. Uh, retail was awesome. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is, this is great. But then you get into retail and you're like, man, these hours, I'm working the weekends. It's like, what's going on? So holidays. I think, yeah, holidays, yeah. you know, but I got the energy to do it. I'm on 10 every time I'm coming in there, but yeah. <laughs> it just kind of wore on you after so long. Um, so when I got this, when God gave me the vision for Faith Jump and Alliance, it was so clear because like I had been doing my life for so long myself and, and making my own choices and my own decisions. And when I finally said like, God, you got it. Like you, you I surrender, you got it. When he gave me the vision, I'm like, this is what this is what it was the whole time because I just never thought it was it. Both of my brothers coached too. One of my brothers coached in Arizona, big school in Arizona. Well, my my baby brother coaches in Kansas. Just went thirty five and oh, girls basketball thirty five and oh, first Damn. time any Damn. team won a state championship. That's all. Six A ball too, big big time ball. 
So like he would, they would tell me all the time, BK, man, you would love coaching. I'm like, bro, I am not coaching. <laughs> so when I got into coaching, I, it was just really to be like, well, if my son wants to play, I want to teach him the right way to play. So yeah. I'll coach or whatever. Yeah, but go. as I got into it, I'm like, this is pretty cool. Like this is, this is really nice. So once God gave me the vision, man, and we ran with it, it was just like, this is what, this is what the calling was. This is what purpose was like to bring all of this together, to build disciples, to, 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 to discipleship through sports, through football, right? And Alliance sports training, our three pillars are uh, faith, character development and sports. And it's like, not, you, you know, we don't want to, I guess I don't want to be considered like a, like a Bible thumper. Cause we're never, we're never doing that because I'm still, I mean, I love the Lord, but I'm still a rugged dude. Like yeah. I still, you know what I mean? I'm still figuring <laughs> it out down. every day. Right. Yeah. Like, so you still got to deal with that, but it's like <laughs> to let them know, like, it's okay. Like it's just a process. It's a sanctification process and giving them that door to say like, dude, it ain't about being perfect. It ain't about anything. It's just like getting up each time and just trying again and going harder and learning from that stuff. So, um, it's been huge, man. It's been a big impact. Um, the mission is to to bring the youth in Omaha together from West Omaha, South Omaha, North Omaha together. And I tell people all the time, God really convicted me, man, because when I got up to Concordia, before I got there, I thought in my mind, like, oh, man, this is this school is out on 156 and Fort. Like, this school is great. These kids are good. Everyone, we know problems. Right. Then you get into the school and you like, oh, my goodness, like, these kids are struggling too with everyday yeah. things. It's just it just looks a little better in West Omaha, right? Yeah. North Omaha, South Omaha, it's gonna look worse, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like I was so convicted because I thought I was being some gift to North Omaha. To say, and it's like no, they all need Jesus. They all need a savior and an understanding of of what this life looks like and discipleship and and learning this stuff. So once I got that, it was like okay, like. I understand what you're trying to tell me, Lord. So it's been dope, man. It's been the coolest thing watching this stuff grow, uh, watching kids come to, to work out and get lessons within it, too, because it's like I'm a talker, dog. I'm like I'm always <laughs> trying to teach and coach. My son gets so tired of me because I'm like every every time you turn around, I got a lesson. I'm like, dude, look. Uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. all right. Now. I, said, I promise you when you get older, you're going to be thanking me, man. So but it's just stuff I didn't have. Right. Yeah, it was just yeah. I had to bump my head over and over and over again to figure it out. Well, son, I'm trying to tell you, like, I bump, let me bump my head for you. I've already done it. Now, listen, so it's a, it's a, it's a process, but like, you still want the kids to be kids too. And you got to make the mistakes too, to figure it out yourself too. Like dad can't be there all the time. Um, so it's been cool, man. It's been cool. Well, and that's, that's one of my favorite parts about Alliance is, is bringing different parts of Omaha together and, and really opening the eyes of young, like just young men and yeah. young women to, to see like, like other parts i mean we're in the same city yeah and there's just so many different ways that we all live yep and to be able to like have a melting pot like alliance and, and open the door to to raise young men and young women to yep. to just be better people on and off the, the court people, in the man. field um i love it that's I all love it's about it. man so, and that's how you can that's how you affect generational change man like you start with the little people yeah. Like you, you, that's you the start. Way, that's the way to do that's it. It's the only way, man. Like yeah, you start up. with it. Exactly. Grassroots, yeah. It's everything. It's youth. It's you have to pour into that. And we all like, that's the mission. You should reach back. We all should reach back, man. Cause it's like, that's the power of your testimony of like telling your story for somebody to hear and say like, Oh my goodness. Like, cause that, that's the miracle part about like, if BK can do it, like I know, you know, I know I can do it. So it's one of those things. So, that's the process of getting them to understand, like, man, look, you, 
we all flawed yeah. every single day. It's never like that's that's the process. But it's it's a it's a it's another thing to say I'm flawed. I don't want to try, mm-hmm. but I'm but I'm flawed and I'm going to continue to try to be yeah. better through mistakes each and every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. that's the goal, man. If we want to make this best uh, this place a better place, right? Before we leave, like we got to reach back, man. We got to pour into them dudes, man. We got to dudes and gals, right? So mm-hmm. I yes. love it. So talk about. Um, is there is there anyone else that's involved with you? Like, who did you f- found this with? Yeah, um, yeah. So it was it, it was a thing where man, I, like when I got the mission or the 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 the, the vision, the purpose, the vision. Right, my my good friend Cruz Barrett was like, he was on the phone with me, and when I when I got it downloaded, I'm like, because this is it. Ha- it happened when COVID hit and OPS had to shut down schools. And I'm just like, what are these kids? Yeah, what are they do? doing? Like, yeah. there's no way. Like, what? So when I was coaching football, this is what happened. So I, the, our first team we coached was the Miller North Junior Mustangs. So I brought Cruz on board with me, and this was my first year head coaching. So I didn't think none of it. I'm just like, I'm here doing this because my son played. But what I started to notice that we had kids from different areas of Omaha, so not just Miller North kids. So it was a lot of black. Um, white, different-looking kids, yeah. which is, like, powerful for Miller North area, right? Absolutely. So once that started to to kind of accumulate, then it was a thing where, like, okay, well, some of these mothers were from North Omaha, and they were single mothers. So they were reaching out, like, hey, coach, such and such had a bad day at school. Can you get after them? Oh, yeah, bring them to practice. I got, oh, yeah, I got it. it. Say no more. <laughs> I got it right now. Let's go. So one kid came, and, and um, I started – I ran him a little bit. And I started pouring into him like, man, you can't be talking to your mom like that. You can't be doing this. And he like start choking. He start crying, hmm. and I'm just like, hey, well, you you can't. And I'm a cry. I'm like, what am I? What's going on? <laughs> you're you're bringing in <laughs> like, your inner bow. Like what? What am I crying about? What am I choking up? So man, I go home and I call my friend Cruz, and I'm like, dog, I didn't think I was gonna get this much fulfillment out of doing this. I I never thought it would be. Th- I didn't think it would be this. And then right then and there, man, the spirit hit me. He was like. I want you to start a sports training business, affordable for everybody in Omaha. And I was like, well, what do I call it? And mind you, Cruz is on the phone. He's talking. I'm not even listening. I'm just, <laughs> he's like, he's just blabbing. And I'm just like, what? I'm trying to download this spirit. Like, what? And I was like, what do I call him? And I hear alliance. And I'm like, alliance. And I had a gist of what it meant, but I looked it up as I was on the phone. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, unity. Unity. It together. And I'm like, that's it. Like, you want. I got it. And then literally, man, it was so funny because. Once I went and got an LLC and trademarked the next day, I just started looking for buildings. Dang. I just was like you going just, to look for you buildings. You got an LLC in, a, in one the day. next day. <laughs> Damn. He told me. I said, okay, I th- cool. I got it. I think he was convinced that he needed to do this. I, yeah. it, it was over. I had to go. I, it was go now. So as <laughs> right. I'm looking for buildings, realtors are like, what are you doing for like money? And I said, I don't know. God just told me to start looking for buildings. <laughs> and they would look at me like, what? I'm like, hey, man. So we looked at about... Three or four different buildings, and then um, I heard go. I heard God tell me I was being bougie because I was saying I'm not starting alliance until we get a building. I'm not doing nothing until we get mm, into a building. Need right. a building. Yeah, right. And it's like, well, do you like do do you do you need a building because there's a lot of city parks around here Hell yeah. that yeah. you can figure it out. Like, and what God that gave me, I just preached a message at my church um, over the parable of the talents in Matthew. And um, I what I got from that was like you 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 have to be faithful with what you have, and then the fruitfulness will follow. So like I can't walk around saying that 
well, I need a building first when like you have other places you can start and you're not even using those resources. To, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like, okay. So eight months later, man, we end up launching it at Deal Park um, on like 72nd and Military. And man, the first day it was like 30 kids. We dealt with over 60 kids over three months, a three month um, time. I'm not, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, three month time frame, 75 kids over that time. Um, and then we ended it with a back to school bash where we gave away over like 250 backpacks, had a huge wow. event, um, had Bibles in the, the the backpacks. I mean, we had a bounce house, all types of good stuff, man. Just kicking it, having a good time, man. So, um, yeah, man, the mission has been been awesome, man. The I, I, It's a few other people in the back end. My wife does a lot of back end stuff. Uh, we have a, two two awesome ladies named Julie. Um, and Brenda that do some things for us too as well. So it's coming together, man, and it's a lot going on. Um, we're trying to figure out all the pieces with the training because when you're building something, right, it's like you want you want good people in. You got to vet it, right, and figure it out. And that's the toughest part too when you start like a business is the vetting process of getting that figured out and who's on board. And you're just going to have to go through those spurts of like you may have somebody on at some point in time, but then it may be something that – It's trial you know, and error yeah, sometimes. Yeah, and figuring yeah. it out, you yeah. know, so – yeah, let's let's just uh, let's shift. I mean, we're, we're yeah, at an hour yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. Let, let's shift let's to um, just just plug yourself. Um, obviously, you just talked about what you're doing now. Yeah, plug yourself. Where can the listeners find you um, if they want to interact? If they want to follow you on social media, yeah. follow Faith Jump, follow Alliance. Where can they find all those those platforms to help with with your your journey and and just keep building this this thing you're you're building? Yeah, it's, it's just amazing. Yeah, absolutely, man. We appreciate it, man. Um, so Brandon Kenny on Facebook, Alliance Sports Training on Instagram, Alliance underscore Sports underscore Training, um, Faith Jump uh, at Faith Jump um, is on Instagram and Facebook. Both got Facebook pages too as well, so um, like that too as well. But yeah, man, I I just you know I, look. It, I ain't a perfect guy, but man, I know like I'm finally in purpose. Good. And like when you wake up every day, like it feels like you're supposed to be doing, which is, you know, what you're supposed to be doing. So it feels good to be able to do that. So we got a lot of events planned this summer, um, a huge conference that we're planning to as well. So it's some cool stuff happening, man, coming down the pipeline. It's all free. That's my biggest thing. Like I yeah. had so many people tell me like, B, you need to charge this you need to do this you'd be like, making a lot of money right nah, now man god ain't tell me to do that man he told me to do it this way so this is the way we're gonna do it man so well i can tell you and this is something that i feel so fortunate to be in the position like that mike and jared and i and like you know no block no rock is yeah. that we continue to sit down with people like you yeah. that are being brought up with the mantra of like you know raising better men yeah um and you you hear coaches all over the country say that right and then we keep sitting down with former players and interviewing you and every single one of you are like changing the community yeah. and doing like huge things for Nebraska. And so I think that's something that is so special. And so like, we're so fortunate to just sit here across yeah. the table from you. Yeah. That's love, um, man. I and, appreciate and, it. Yeah. In Nebraska and, and no block, no rock is just lucky to have you. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. It's been yeah. awesome. I'm so glad I was able to get on man like hey, i said i've been seeing you're in the making man. baby i've hey, been seeing it dog. it was worth the wait it was worth the wait man they really rocking out hey, dog. we gotta get right. we gotta get bougie for you yeah <laughs> hey, that's it right we there we gotta bougie. get a building this first. Time. <laughs> we got the building dog then we came right? <laughs> right i didn't even know that either man i would love to come to your crib man i remember he was asking me he's like 
Well, are you okay with coming to my house? I know COVID. I'm like, dude, I ain't a weirdo, bro. Like, I'll come to your crib, dog. Like, what do you mean? But it was just being respectful. I'm like, yeah. hey, I get know. it, dog. Man, yeah, man. I tell oh, yeah. dudes, like, I'm shaking your hand. I'm doing all that, bro. Like, ain't yeah. no weirdness. Over We're there, hugging. Dog. We're getting all that, dog. In the middle of COVID, if I'm supposed to go like that, I'm going to go like that, dog. Right. That's how God taking me out. I'm like, I got to accept that. Oh, that's <laughs> right. so great. Yeah, man. Hey, Absolutely. What a beautiful place to leave this. Yeah. Uh, I know you already thanked him, but. No, BK, thanks yeah, for coming man. on No Block, No Rock. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it so much, man. Yeah, appreciate y'all having me, man. Anytime y'all need me again, man, holla at me, bro. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Be careful yeah. what you wish for. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm right? just kidding. No, I'm here, man. Yeah. Everybody, make sure you guys go follow uh, Alliance Sports Training, Faith Jump, and, of course, our boy BK mm. on all social media platforms. <laughs> um, you know, if there's any way, that, can, they, can the listeners do anything to help? Uh, yeah, 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 we're we're raising money right now for a building fund. We've raised about twenty five thousand so far. Um, okay. So if you're in a a given mood, if, if if God spoke to you during this moment, man, go to AllianceSportsTraining.com. Um, we have some ways that you can donate and give there. Um, Facebook as well. I'm um, at Alliance Sports Training. You can do that too. So yeah, man, uh, and we appreciate it. We appreciate it all. It's been yeah. it's been something that, like I said, it's a God given vision, man, and we just following it, and He's been leading it the whole single time because I tell people all the time, once you start, once I start feeling overwhelmed, it's when I'm like trying to take control of it. And it's like, sit back, dog. Like, yeah. I got it. It's like rolling. I got, yeah, I, you follow me and then I got you. So yeah, so yeah, man, we, 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 we're figuring it out and taking it a day at a time, man. So perfect. Right on. Yeah, man. Well, BK, thank you so much for coming on yeah, the pod. Absolutely, man. Love it. Love it. Yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. All right. <laughs> Sign off. Boom. <laughs>